got a couple questions for you guys. Who makes or what is the best brand of chips? Let me see your hand. Favorite chips, yes. Doritos. Doritos. What flavor? Cool Ranch. Amen. Amen. Yes. Lay's Original. Just purist. Okay. Right behind you. Fritos. Lay's. Onions are like old school. I like that. Yes. Rougher sour cream and onion. Not with the dip. Just the actual flavoring on the chip. Okay. Yeah. Sour cream and onion. Any barbecue people? I can't believe I haven't heard Takis yet. Okay. The correct answer was... Cool Ranch Doritos. Thank you, everybody else, for playing. That's great. Okay, next. Another question, another question, another question. Where can you buy the best French fries? Who makes the best French fries? Yes, in the back on the side. Yes. Gray sweatshirt. Yes. Who is it? The stand. Wow, okay. We got some amen to that. Yeah. Yes. In and out. Okay, yes. In and out also. That's two in a row. That's important. Yes. Maybe Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Does anybody like Chick-fil-A fries or do you just look? Okay, you didn't let me finish the question. The question was, do you like their fries or are you just looking for something to scoop sauce with? Is it really this that you're trying to eat the sauce? Okay, I need one more. Who has something different? Yes, right there in the middle. Yes, you. Molly's? Okay. No McDonald's for me? Okay, 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 okay. For me, it's Island's Restaurants. Island's Restaurants with the ranch, okay? That's last one. Last one. This is just a show of hands. It's just a show of hands. If you were given a hot, salty pretzel, would you pick up mustard or cheese dip? Who goes mustard? Mustard? Cheese dip? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Now all of you guys are like, thank you so much, Dusty. We're all starving, okay? Thinking about all these awesome things, but... Chips, fries, pretzels, it's the same thing that makes each of them awesome. You want to know what it is? Salt. Salt is what makes each of those things awesome. The longest recorded sermon we ever have from Jesus is called the Sermon on the Mount, right? It's Matthew chapter 5 through 7, and Jesus talked about salt at one point. He talks about salt. So at this point, guys, Jesus is starting to gain some notoriety. People are starting to know who he is. They've seen and heard about what he's done, and so crowds are starting to get bigger. Jesus has been healing people. Jesus has been bringing people back from the dead, performing miracles, proving that he was God's son, our rescuer, the Messiah, and then he's teaching all about the kingdom of God. And so Jesus called a man named Matthew, who had been a tax collector. Jesus called him to become one of his followers. And then the Holy Spirit let Matthew know, I want you to write down everything that you're seeing. I want you to write down everything you see Jesus do and all the stuff you hear him say so that people for all time can know what God wants us to know about the kingdom being here. And so Matthew wrote down what Jesus spoke about on the Sermon on the Mount. Giant crowds coming in. Jesus goes up onto the side of the hill, kind of like a little amphitheater, so they can hear him, and he just starts teaching about all kinds of stuff. And he says this in chapter 5, starting in verse 13. He says, you are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? Nope. 
it will be thrown out and trampled under foot. So Jesus looks at it, everybody, and says, you guys are salt. And I imagine more than a couple people scratched their heads and were like, what is Jesus talking about? For us, it sounds super weird, but for the people listening, it would have made a lot more sense. Guys, see, stuff was very different back then. There was no social media. There were no video games. There were also no refrigerators. It might not have been an awesome time to be alive. They did have Jesus walking around, which was very cool. But So no refrigerators. So do you know what they used to do? Food would go bad very, very quickly. You kept just enough food that you could eat, that your family could eat in just a few days. But in order to make food, especially meat, last longer, they would cover it in salt. And salt would act as what's called a preservative. Just like it sounds. It would preserve the meat. But what do I mean by that? Salt would keep away bad things like rot, like mold. The salt would get into that meat and it would make the meat last longer by keeping away bad things. It was a preservative. So when Jesus said to everybody listening, you guys are going to be like salt in the places that I've put you. What he was saying was, you're going to bring my truth and my love into every relationship around and that's going to keep away bad things. Just salt on meat. You guys are going to bring truth, and that's going to keep away lies. You guys are going to bring my love and my kindness, and that's going to push back sadness. You guys are going to see loneliness starting to creep into somebody's life, and like salt, you're going to get in there, and you're going to keep that away by inviting people in. That's what Jesus said, but you know what? Salt didn't just preserve. Because remember those things we were just talking about? Fries, pretzels, chips. Salt also makes things awesome by bringing out the flavor. Isn't it weird if someone ever says to you, what does salt taste like? What do you say? Salty? <laughs> like, of course. But if you put a little bit of salt on food, the right amount, it actually brings out the flavor. It brings out the goodness that's already inside that meal that you're going to eat. So Jesus said, not only are you guys going to preserve culture and you're going to keep it how I want it to be, you guys are going to also draw goodness out. You're going to bring my goodness, love and joy and peace and patience. You guys are going to bring that out of the relationships, of the situations that you guys find yourself in. That's the work you're going to do with salt. But Jesus didn't stop there. He kept teaching. He said, not only are you guys salt, but he said, you are also the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way. Let your good deeds shine out for everybody to see so they'll praise your Father in heaven. Jesus said, you guys are going to be lights. You know, in another part of the Bible, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But as followers of Jesus now, we know that Jesus lives within us in his Holy Spirit. And so he's the light of the world. He lives inside of us. So now we are acting as the light of the world, reflecting, putting out his light. We just talked about some of the cool stuff salt does. And it's a little more obvious with light. Okay, I don't know about you guys. 
When I get up in the middle of the night, I run into everything. I trip over everything. I injure myself more than anyone else injures me in my life. I run into stuff. I trip over stuff because I can't see where I'm going. One of the most obvious benefits of light is that light reveals what's actually there. It brings truth to situations. But you know what light also does? When you guys were little kids, imagine you guys were afraid of the dark at some point in your life. At some point in your life, you had to go downstairs and get something. You're like, I ain't going downstairs. Or the, you notice that your door is a little bit open. You're like, close the door and for sure close the closet. I don't know what's going on in there. But if you notice that no matter how dark a room is, you could be in a room with zero light and all it takes is one small light and darkness is gone. Light brings comfort. Light takes away fear. This is the stuff that Jesus said, I'm putting you in certain places. I want you to testify to truth. I want you to take away fear. I want you to be a source of light. And what's really cool is if you look at this, he doesn't just say, you guys are going to be lights and you're probably going to be somewhere. No, he gives two specific examples. The first one is he says, like a city built on a hill. Whenever they built cities, they picked a very specific spot to do that. A spot that could be defended. A spot that had good resources. They usually were up on hills so they could see if enemies were coming. He didn't just put a city wherever. Jesus said, you're like a city placed perfectly on a hill. And then he says, you're like a lamp placed on a lampstand. Guys, remember no fridges? Also, no electricity back then. Not awesome, okay? So at night, if it was a night where there was not a moon, right? Moon cycles, you guys learn about that yet? You will. If it was a night with no moon, it was super dark. I mean, you could see nothing. So you didn't just place lamps somewhere that it would be aesthetic, somewhere you could take pictures and text your friends. You put lamps into rooms to give off as much light as possible. You did it intentionally. Did you know that the same is true of you? Did you know that where you are, God puts you on purpose? That you're here at CVS, CVCS because this is where God wanted you. Not CVS the pharmacy, CVCS the school. Did you know that you're in the class, you have the teacher that you have, you sit at the desk that you sit at between the people that you sit next to on purpose. You're in the family that you're in by God's design, in this town that you're in, in the neighborhood. You live in the house that you live in. Next to the neighbors that you live next to on purpose. Like a lamp placed on a stand, God has intentionally put you somewhere that you might give off light. And look at the light doesn't bring light to itself. It says the benefit is for everyone else around them. So that it gives light to everybody in the house. Where you have been placed, God did so on purpose. So that's our call. Right? As Jesus started the Sermon on the Mount, that was what he was saying. He says, I want you to be salt and light. I want you to be salt by contact, right? Because salt has to get on food in order for it to change the food. So he's saying, I want you to make friends who don't yet know me. I want you to talk to people who don't yet know me. You have to contact them. And then he says, I want you to be light. And I want you to be light by contrast, right? You guys know what contrast means? Comparing light to 
dark. Our world doesn't need any more darkness. Our world needs the light of Jesus. Trust that he puts you right where he puts you on purpose. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for every student, every teacher, every parent that's in this room right now, God. I thank you that you know them and that you love them, that you designed them on purpose, exactly as you saw fit for your glorious reasons, God. Thank you for where you've placed them. Lord, if we're called to be salt and light, it means we need to encounter people who don't yet know you. If we're going to be lights, we're the most benefit where it's dark. You don't put salt on food that's already salty, Lord. Help us to continue to reach out to those who don't yet know you. Help us to be brave enough in this world to be salt and to be light in a way that brings out the goodness and keeps away the bad. And that we would be light that brings comfort and reveals truth. And that we can trust, Lord, that where we are, every team, every friend group, that we're there on purpose, God, for your purpose to make you known. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for hanging out, guys. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.